And we are live. Welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard. We're doing some live wizard readings today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today I'm going to be teaching you how to get a multiplicative effect on your strengths. How to start uh, making your improvements on your skills be compounding rather than additive. We're going to teach you the correct approach to pursuing your strengths and weaknesses. And if you don't have any strengths at all, that's perfectly fine. Or you don't haven't identified your strengths, so it'd be the better way of framing it. We're gonna be teaching you what to do if that's the case as well. So I'm gonna be showing you an exercise to identify your uh, potential strengths and then what to do once you've identified them. And then I am going to try and fix my insane hair. It's getting worse and worse. <laughs> And that is what we have on the schedule for today. So if you would like to get a three-card reading or a one-card reading, all you need to do is go into the comment section below and say, I would like a one-card reading. And that will get you a one-card reading for free. So if you would like one of those, let me know in the comments below. All right, let's get started here. While we're waiting for a reading to come on in, Let's take a look at what should we be aware of in the upcoming day? What are some things just to be on the lookout for? Uh, what might be at play? What should we bring to our attention? Uh, not the things that we have in control necessarily, just the things that are coming and um, what to be, just be aware that the, there may be opportunities ahead. So let's take a look for that. Alrighty here. Ooh, ooh, we got some fun going on tomorrow. It looks like we have a cool weekend ahead of us, guys. Um, or at least start of a weekend, Friday, coming up here. We got the Jack of Spades popping up here, taking action on Logos. So tomorrow is going to be a day that is going to be extra good for taking action on your thoughts, taking action on your beliefs, um, and learning more information. That's a prime opportunity tomorrow to really gain some wisdom. We also see the queen of spades popping up here in progression here. So we're saying being patient with our logic. So what this is saying is while this is a great opportunity to take action on wisdom tomorrow, to read some books, to uh, learn a new skill, to gain some insight, we want to make sure that we don't take it too far. We don't go too extreme with it. We don't want to uh, get burnout. It is uh, important for us to try and learn tomorrow, and uh, but we don't want to take it so much that we end up uh, burning out on the topic and not really enjoying it, which ties in with the final piece of information we have here, which is the Jack of Hearts. Hey, Monique, welcome. And if you'd like to get a reading, anybody, all you need to do is say free reading in the comments below, and you will get a reading. So the uh, Lover's Card popping up here is saying that Whatever it is we're going to be focusing on learning, let's make sure that we're only doing the things that we love and we're passionate about, and that's going to be uh, the way to go. So that is the information I have for you guys today. It looks like tomorrow would be a good time to learn a new skill. Um, let's not go and binge it. Let's not put 8, 10 hours into this new skill and make sure that the skill we're picking is something we're passionate about and that we love. And that is what I would recommend for tomorrow for everybody. So let's get into the personalized readings. Linda, hey, again, may I please have a three-card reading? Linda, yes, if you'd like to get a three-card reading, you, oh, you're already ahead of the game. Linda, thank you very much. Linda, you should get an owl name because you're coming on in here and getting readings all the time. You deserve to be owlified. So if you do want to get owlified, let me know, and we'll get you an owl name. All it is is a nickname followed by the word owl, and that's how you get an owl name. It doesn't cost anything. You don't have to sign up. 
there's really nothing to it other than the fact that it's kind of fun and cool. <laughs> Monique says, glad to see you. It's been a long time, friend. It has, Monique. It has. How are you doing? Thank you very much, Linda. Let's get your reading going. Do, 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 do. All right, Linda, let's take some. Ooh, the tower card popping off right in the beginning here. My goodness. Okay, Linda, wow. So we got some excitement going on in our lives right now. We've realized that a truth that we believed to be true was not so true. We're seeing it collapse down and fall apart. Um, it's a little bit of a unsettling here, so let's get a little bit more insight on what that might be. So looking into the past here, we see the Four of Spades. So the Four of Spades is about stability of wisdom. So this is saying that we had something that we thought we knew intellectually, uh, we thought to be true, and it was our st it was very stable for us, and it was kind of like one of those things, we just never questioned it, we never thought about it. Um, and then recently, now, there's been more information that's come to light that's revealed that that thing that we always thought was stable and true really wasn't so stable and true. And now it's coming collapsing down. So let's see, which philosopher should we get in here to help us get a little bit more insight on this? Okay, so this is seeming like a practical matter. Marcus really is coming in here. So this is telling us that like, hey, during this time, really what we want to focus on, Linda, is that, you know, it, that things can be perceived in either way. We are in control of the situation. We can choose to see this as an opportunity and this is a chance to learn and to move into the future. Um, this is also a time for us to realize what really matters and what's most valuable and uh, what we truly care about. So that is what we're looking at right here with this card. Is this sounding accurate for you, Linda? Is this giving you a little bit of insights? If so, uh, let me know. And if not, I can adjust accordingly. Monique says, we're doing good. Could I get a reading when you have time? Absolutely, Monique. You are up next on the list. Do, 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 do. Monique will get a reading soon. Let me know, Linda, if that sound inaccurate for you. How is it? How, how are you doing, Monique? I haven't seen you in a while. Well, well, I guess we'll find out during your reading, right? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. This is a fun lecture today, too. This is going to be a really cool lecture. If you have someone who's, like, in school or growing or really hasn't figured their career out yet or is just, um, you know, just feels kind of stuck, uh, this is going to be a really great lecture coming up in the middle of today's stream because it's going to teach them how to utilize the gifts that they already have in a way that will make their strength, their weaknesses irrelevant. We're going to teach them the uh, more effective approach to growth and transformation. I haven't heard you uh, say anything yet, Linda, so I'm going to go with the assumption that this is accurate and giving some insights, and I'm going to move on forward. It's a lot of things. All right, Linda. So, yeah, so this is hitting some points. We're hitting a lot of archetypes here. That's good. So that means that we're going to hit a root problem here, which is great. Um, this is something I do with the one-on-ones and through the personality test for free um, that I do at askwizardmagic.com. Uh, identifying like a root problem because if we can solve that then we solve a whole host of other things and get our archetype aligned correctly so what do we need to do right now so we see the five of diamonds the five of diamonds is about disruption in the material so with Marcus Aurelius in consideration here what this is saying is um, thinking about how what can we live what is the minimum that we could exist on to be happy 
um, the Stoic philosophy says, how could we reduce our needs to so little that and still maintain our happiness? That's the true source of power. The true source of self-sufficiency isn't more money. It isn't more material things. It's about being able to be joyful and happy with the least amount possible. Um, what I would recommend doing with this is a stoic exercise of just taking a certain amount of time whenever it's, you know, uh, what would you call it? Uh, what is the word? Not comfortable. Um, convenient. There we go. Convenient for you. And set aside a week where you eat the the most plain food you can, the, the lowest cost food you can. Um, not unhealthy. Don't go unhealthy. But the, the lowest cost, most bland, basic foods. And uh, don't engage in any entertainment. Don't do anything except, you know, work, eat this bland food and do it for a week. Because, uh, and the, the idea behind this stoic exercise is that by doing that, you're actually going to not only deeply appreciate your life after that week period, but you're also uh, training yourself to be able to live on less and realizing what can I truly live on. Um, some Stoics take this to the extreme. They, they won't sleep in a bed. They will uh, only work. They won't read anything. Um, they only engage in work and bland, bland foods, water, and sleeping on the floor. I wouldn't recommend taking it that extreme, but you can adapt this to your own needs. And I think that that's going to give you a lot of benefit here and help you out. All right, Linda, that is my suggestion I have for you. It's just a fun experiment, and you could do it for a day. Just start with a day. See what happens. And I hope that that helps you out, Linda. I hope that gives you a little insight, and let me know in the comments below if that helps you out. And if you try that experiment, I'd love to hear about it, and let me know. All right, Monique, let's get you going. Are you ready, Monique, for your reading? Start you off with a one-card reading, Monique. However, if you want to upgrade it to the three-card reading for free, that's a paid reading for free, just tag a friend in here that you might want to uh, see the reading as well and have here to have fun with. Um, or you can share the stream as well. Um, I personally prefer you to invite a friend. I know it's not as good for me to grow my eyeballs, but i much rather meet cool people like you because I already know you're a cool person, so you probably have really cool friends. Marcy, how's it going? Yay, I'm back. Yes, you are. Welcome, welcome. Bubble Owls. Oh, Linda, that's such a cool name. I like it. I like it a lot. This is so interesting that every time I I come to Facebook, you're live. I, I know. It's I do it every day, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. <laughs> I can invite. Awesome, Monique. Let's do it. Yes, it was good. Thank you very much, Linda. I'm glad that that was helpful for you. And I will get you owlified right after Monique's reading here. Is there anything in particular, Monique, while you're while you're probably off tagging a friend? Um, if there's anything in particular, though, you can let me know in the comments below. And while you get that tag going and uh, let me know what you want, let's get let's get Linda owlified because if she's got a cool owl name, let's get it going. Let's get a nice blue bubble today for the color for a bubble. Now, not everybody can see this. It's about 20% of the population that can. Um, however, you can practice it and learn. It's not important if you can see it. It's more important that this is causing a pattern interruption. And now we have a little blue bubble right in between our hands. And this is going to be a bubble of a positivity and, and um, perspective. This is a bubble 
that when we have it fly out here, it's going to bring to Linda's attention the fact that, um, you know, there, every opportunity, there's opportunity hidden in every moment, um, opportunities to learn, opportunities to grow. And what we need to ask ourselves is how is the world really act working for us? in any moment and I think you're going to find that that helps you out a lot so we'll get that perspective on here take that off put it right there welcome Linda you have been allified as bubble owls to the parliament of owls welcome Linda Woo! you're crushing bubble owls alright Monique says no not really uh, all right, Monique, we'll get you a general reading instead then. I'd like to be at Owlified. All right, Marcy, you can get Owlified as well. Let me know what your owl name is and you shall become Owlified. Do, 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 do. All right, Monique, let's get this going. And let me know, Linda, there's some serendipitous and synchronistic events sometimes when people get Owlified. Let me know if you have any occur for you. All right, what does Monique need insight on? All right, Pascal. The philosophers are being very gracious today. Thank you very much. Uh, very quick, very prudent. I enjoy it. Pascal, the legendary, the legendary man to prove the existence of God through gambler's math. Looking into the past, Monique, what we see here is the Six of Hearts, okay? So the Six of Hearts here is about grinding with the emotions. We're looking into the past here, going through a real rough patch with a relationship of ours. This was pretty painful. Um, this is a time where our, our emotions really tested. Um, it was painful. This is, this is a, a lot of hurt, I'm saying here. Kind of feeling like, a, what do I do? Feeling stuck on this is not a fun time at all. I'm saying this popping up in the past. Um, not not the happiest time. Linda says, I've got blue bubbles on my phoenix tattoo. That is awesome, Linda. Wow, that's crazy. What a coincidence. Or synchronicity. Who knows? Now every time you see that bubble, you'll remind yourself that you can choose to perceive the world as how it's working for you. And when you see that, you can continue to think about that and realize how much potential really is in the world, regardless of where you're at in your life. Um, yes, Marcy, to be allified, you do need an owl name. Monique, yes, my past was hard and emotional. All right, Monique, glad to hear that that is accurate for you. Now let's uh, see where we're at in the present here. Ooh, okay, okay, This well, this is looking better. So we're seeing the 10 of spades showing up here, which is a completion of a intellectual period. So um, what this is telling me is, uh, and this, again, this is personal. I'll, I'll keep it more broad just to, uh, you know, it is public and whatnot. But this is kind of looking at that negativity that occurred in the past here. Um, there was a lot, there was this still lingering thing, even into the present day, where it was kind of blaming ourselves, kind of saying, what did I do wrong? How did I, how was I responsible? Kind of, and it may not have even been conscious. Um, just a little bit of a... You know, it's like a, just catching yourself almost in these states of, like, blaming yourself for something that clearly wasn't your fault. And that's uh, that's awful. But the good news is, is this is completed. You've actually ended this phase now. You've realized this pattern and you're, you've stopped it. And so that's good. You've, you've caught yourself like, that's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. 
And so that's where I'm seeing you at right now. Is this sounding accurate for you, Monique? Is this giving you some information you're looking for? By the way, if you'd like to get a reading like Monique is getting right now, simply say free reading and you will get a free reading as well. If we get too many, though, uh, scrolling by, I will just go with the ones that uh, I see and I'm drawn to because we got some crazy ones going over the last few weeks. Monique is saying that this is 100% accurate. Glad to hear it. I'm sorry. The exact word she's saying is, yes, that's true. Because uh, we had someone come on the other day and told me, uh, not only was I a demon, uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, they, they tell me that a lot. <laughs> which is funny because I'm a Christian. Uh, but then he also said, see, he's lying. He said that she said it was 100% correct. What she actually said is, this is totally true. <laughs> it's fun, fun times. Uh, I love them. They're great people. So, uh, well, they're not great people. They're bad people. They're lost people. They need help. They need help like the Pharisees. So what do we need to do to get move forward? What's the next step? And what we see here is the Eight of Wands, or Eight of Spades, sorry, Eight of Swords, Eight of Spades. So what this is saying is we need to advance in our wisdom. Right now, what we need to do is start learning about ourselves. Um, I would highly recommend getting self-knowledge. You can do this through dream journals. You can do this through personality tests. I have a free one that I do for people at askwizardmagic.com. You can book those. Um, we want to start learning about ourselves, journaling daily. I would check out the stream as well, um, where we had this really cool uh, lecture that taught you about how to uh, hack reality, how to edit your life, be your own PR agency. And I think that's going to be really beneficial here for you to start putting in, getting wisdom about yourself, knowing yourself better, and really focusing on your wins, writing them down, taking action on them, and kind of removing that negative self-talk. I think it's going to really help you out. Linda says, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. And that is the advice I have for you today, Monique. Monique says, yes, awesome, Monique. I'm glad that that was helpful for you and gave you some insights. So I hope that that helps you out. And yeah, check it out. We will, you can, uh, also there's other, fr there's free personality tests. You don't have to do it at askwizardmagic.com. You know, Myers-Briggs, 16 personality types, perfectly fine uh, to go and do those as well. It's just about getting more knowledge about yourself. Do them all, get as much wisdom as possible. There's other ones like Strength Finders too. That's a great one. Uh, the more knowledge you know about yourself, the better. Though I would stay away from those uh, those like lame ones, like which potato are you? <laughs> that that might be a little nonsensical, but the the legit ones would would help you. I was writing down in my journal a few months for a few months now. Wow, that's awesome, Monique, and it's been helping you out. So that's probably what helped you complete the chapter, right? So the next step is really to start focusing on. Uh, getting knowledge about you. What do you want? What do you like? What do you know? That's where I would take the next step. I love a personality. Please share some info on the ones you do. Uh, Marcy, yeah, I do. Askwizardmagic.com. If you click, uh, I think it's like book a show or book book an appointment, something like that. Um, that's where I do them. I do them literally over the phone or over FaceTime for people in real time and give them insights. doesn't cost anything. It's free. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. Do 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 do, giving people self knowledge. All right, next on the list, who do we got? Who do we got? Oh, well, we got to get Marcy owlified, and we got to get Marcy a reading. Awesome, Marcy. Let's do this. 
Let's get our five today. I'd love a three-card reading. Thank you so much. I'd like to tag for a three-card reading, please. Awesome, Marcy. Thank you very much for the tag. I really appreciate that. It helps me out a lot, guys, and it's so much more fun to have a friend that you know watching your reading, and uh, it helps me out, too, because then I get to meet more cool people, give them more readings. It's not as effective as the share, but honestly, I don't care about the reach. I care about meeting cool people. That's why I do this. Yes, that's what I've been thinking about. My next step. Yes, Monique. I'm glad. I'm glad that reading nailed it on point for you. All right, let's get Marcy. A, I've caught up, Marcy. I now have seen all of your uh, comments, and I think I am prepared to get your reading going. But before we get your reading going, let's get the most important thing out of the way. we got to get Owlified up in here. Let's get Owlified. Passion Owl it is. All right, let's go and get a nice... Let's get a nice dark red. All right, and again, not everyone can see these. It is a um, about 20% of the population that can. If you do see it, that's perfectly fine. Let me know in the comments below if you do see it or if you have any strange phenomenon. Some people see uh, their rooms get darker or lighter, hotter or colder. There's some strange phenomenon that does occur because we are creating a paracosm here, which is a fantasy world in our heads. And when that happens, some weird synchronistic events tend to occur. Uh, for those of you that are uh, my one-on-one -on -one clients, you would know what a paracosmic session is like and how interesting it can truly be. With that all being said here, let's see, what can we get into this here? Let's see, how about as we send the bubble of passion owl here, um, we're going to send it with the intention here of um, asking ourselves almost like a, a creative Midas touch. We're gonna to be focusing on here how we can practice our creativity and we, we can have an outlet for our creativity. We can act out our creativity in a way that's beneficial and noticing that by doing creative acts, we're not losing our creativity. In fact, we're growing it. It's like a muscle. The more creative we act, the more we practice it, the more powerful our creativity will become. And that's gonna bring us a lot of benefit here. All right, we'll go ahead and place that right here. And just send that away. Marcy, you have now been alified as Passion Owl. Welcome to the flock. Woo! Yeah! Good job, Marcy. You are now the Passion Owl. Now, how do you utilize being a uh, passion owl? How do you utilize your owl name? Well, it's quite simple. Uh, remind me in the chat what your owl name is because it doesn't say it anywhere. And if you, so you could just do something like, hey, passion owl here. And then I will know what your owl name is because we have a lot of owls. And that is how it works. It's really that simple. <laughs> no problem. Marcy says she loves it. Awesome. Let's get your reading going. Boom. Boom. And boom. All right, ooh, wow, all right, Marcy. We've got, good thing we picked passion here because we've got uh, some passion going on here, don't we, in this reading today. Uh, yes, that's right, passion. I'll, I will definitely call you Marcy repeatedly, though. It, it does happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is It is the nature of the beast. Um, there's just so many owls, and unfortunately, Facebook doesn't let you put any, like, nicknames. It's, it's a bummer, but, oh, well we'll, we'll figure it out in the future. Someday, someday. 
I was thinking of Discord. It'd be kind of cool if we could, like, set up a group where you could just pick your name. Um, but I got so much other stuff I need to do first. Jolene, may I have a reading? Yes, you may, Jolene. You uh, asked for a reading yesterday, too. So uh, that will... Let's make sure that we get you your reading before the lecture um, so that we can get it for you. Uh, just... You'll, you'll be next. So make sure you stick around here and we will get you your reading. All right. Looking into the past here, which philosopher does Passion Owl need? Sounds like a drink. <laughs> I like it. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Mr. Freud coming in here. All right. Get some psychology up in this house. Let's take a look and see what insights we have got here. Right, so looking into the past here, we see the Queen of Hearts, patience with emotions. Now, archetypically, this represents the, the ideal woman, the, the girl that you want to marry, the, the wife material. That is the, the Queen of Hearts here that we see here in the past. So um, seeing it in the past here is saying, uh, and also being patient with our emotions is, uh, from the feminine perspective, is saying, uh, being a woman of virtue, being a woman who uh, holds their standards, a person who really is selective with what they want in life and is um, really holding true to their principles. So that's what we're seeing here in the past. And um, this is typically, you know, the, the archetype of just someone who doesn't really like to do the casual dating thing. This is more, they're, they're very passionate, they get very invested to the person that they love, and they really give their all. So doing casual dating is just like basically tearing, tearing out the heart, man. It hurts so bad. And that's what we're seeing right here in the past. It makes a lot of sense since your name's Passion Owl, right? Um, now walking into the present here, we also see, hey, Wise Owl, welcome. Uh, we see the King of Hearts. The King of Hearts is about knowledge of emotions. This is about uh, the also the archetypical dream guy. This is the dreamy guy that every girl wants. This is the marriage material one. Um, not too crazy, not too insane, but uh, powerful, a leader. Aragorn is the archetype that comes to my mind from Lord of the Rings. Um, just Mr. Right, and that's what we see here right now. But this also is about knowledge of our emotions. So with in your particular circumstance here, what this probably means, uh, Passion Owl, is this understanding that um, you are very passionate, you can be very attached to people, and you set forth this ideal in your mind of the perfect person, and um, that's what you're shooting for in your life, and your main concern isn't so much that the perfect per person is Mr. Perfect, but more that they're going to treat your heart perfectly. You you're want someone who you can really entrust your emotions to. And that's the, the key thing that we see as the, the driving force of your passion in, the, in terms of the romantic side of things. So um, this would be saying like the, the number one thing that you're looking for is someone who's loyal, someone who is trustworthy, someone who is kind and understanding, that kind of thing. Those are more important to you than like money or power or success, that kind of stuff. Uh, is that making sense to you, um, Passionel? Let me know in the comments below if this is sounding accurate for you and giving you the insight you're looking for. 
No problem, Jolene. I always sing a song every time I hear see your name, Jolene. <laughs> Wise Owl, we have two owls that have joined the flock today. We have uh, Bubbles Owl and Passion Owl. It's pretty awesome. I really am going to have to figure out a way of... Uh, well, I guess the, the way of doing it is just people letting you know their nicknames. That's, that's the only way, because we're getting big enough in here. I know you are here, Jolene. I just want to uh, finish up uh, Passion Owl's reading here real quick. I just want to make sure that the information I'm giving her is sounding on point before we uh, move on to the next steps for her. What is the uh, final uh, card for her and what direction to make? Maybe the insight is towards my new business. That could possibly definitely be with the emotions here, um, being careful, not wanting to take risk, and um, you know, being secure with your emotions and feeling this this need to be about that guys facebook decided to cut me out yeah i did i, I know it froze up I, I i paused facebook just kicks me off sometimes they're just kind of jerks they don't like me all right let's take a look here and see what's the next step what is the information you need and let me see if this fixes that doing some tech support right here in real time oh no all right, it's gonna cut me out here, but it should kick me back into uh, regular mode now. I've been figuring out how their system works. They, they just shut me off for no reason. But if I switch, um, it seems to be something based on my IP. They, they don't like me specifically. So if I switch between my signals, I can kind of dodge them. It's weird. Um, yeah, we, we have fun. We have fun here at the Parliament of Owls. So what is the next action? What do you need to know, Mar uh, Passionel? What is the next step? Facebook is being good to me today. Yes, awesome, Wiesel. The next step is the seven of wands. So this is about confidence in our principles. So what this is telling us is the thing that we need to focus on most is setting whatever it is we're doing, the thing that we're committing. We want to set it to where we are in a win-win situation. And what does that mean? Well, if we set our goal based on making money or a very specific outcome and, or a goal, it's unlikely we will hit that exact goal. So instead, what we wanna do is set up what I call an axiom. An axiom is something that is um, a longer term goal, a system. So if you're going into the situation with it where it's, hey, I'm going to try to do this business venture, but if it doesn't work out, I'm going to learn like this skill, this skill, and this skill, which are extremely expensive and valuable, and I'd have to pay a lot of money to get those in school. I'm just going to get them for, uh, you know, for free, by, well, not free, but by doing this business venture. I think that's going to benefit you the most here, Passionel. And uh, see, see, you said, okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, I know. Facebook kicked us off pretty hard there. I'm sorry about that. Hey, how's it going, Twilight Owl? Thank you for the tags. I appreciate it. Uh, by the way, Twilight Owl, um, Wise Owl told me earlier that if you tag, I think it's like more than 10 people in a row, Facebook can sometimes get mad. So just be aware that they, they that might happen. So uh, I would keep, keep it under that amount. <laughs> or I think it's something to do with the timing too, if you do it like in rapid succession. Um, just as a heads up, but I really appreciate all the tags. It means a lot to me. And thank you for taking that risk. And anyone else, bring your friends in. It really means a lot to me. So to recap for you, in case you missed it, Passionel, the Seven of Wands here is saying, uh, we want to set up an axiom for our goals. We don't want to go and take a risk 
just saying we need to do X. Instead, we want to make sure that the thing that we're doing, the business that we're doing, is teaching us skills along the way um, that are going to benefit us either way. So if the business doesn't work, we still learn all these new skills and information and important things that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And so that's what I would recommend doing here. Um, that could be as simple as like, hey, when I help with this business, I'm going to do the digital marketing. So I learn how to do social media and ad management and things like that. So you're acquiring really valuable skills. No problem, Passionel. Glad to hear it. And I'm glad that you uh, got some help from that. And let me know. Well, you already did. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know that it was beneficial and helpful for you. All right. We would be doing the lecture right now, but we are making a special exception for Jolene. Jolene, are you here, Jolene? Let me know in the comments below. I am going to go and turn my fan because I think it's making that noise again. I will be right back. Jolene, leave in the comments when you are here and we'll get your reading going. Right, that's my Perry the Platypus shirt, by the way. It's a Pokemon shirt. I wore this, uh, gosh, four years ago. Uh, I cosplayed as Perry, or not Perry, what am I saying? Uh, Psyduck, Psyduck is what I'm talking about. Psyduck, who's a Pokemon, and Alex went as Misty, who Psyduck's Pokemon, and then we walked around at Not Scary Farm. It was, it was quite fun. And uh, that was my costume, this shirt, and I like it a lot. I'd recommend spacing the comments out. Thank you very much, Wisel. Only in a complete row. They flag it as spamming. Awesome. Thank you, Wisel. Jolene is here. Welcome, Jolene. Twilight Owl in the chat. Gerard, please me. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was, it was please me. Gerard, you will be up the first after the lecture today. Um, so hang on out for that. You're going to learn some really cool skills. They're going to build your strengths and show you how to hack them. And then you are going to get your reading right after that. But first, we got to get Jolene going. Jolene, Jolene. All right, let's go. Let's see here. Let's get your reading going. And since we missed you out there, let's just auto upgrade you to the three card reading Jolene. However, if you want to tag a friend in here just to have someone to hang around, not a problem at all. In fact, I really appreciate it when you do or give it a share, but you don't have to since you missed a reading last time and I want to make sure we get it for you. Let's take a look. What does Jolene need to know? Walking by Diogenes in my head. <laughs> just just sitting there being a funny guy. Plato? Alright. Plato it is. Plato's always a helpful guy, man. Thank you very much. Brosif Plato. Dude's a bro. That's for sure. Alright, let's take some look and see what information we have for you today, Jolie. Alright, so looking into the past here. All right, so we're seeing stability of intellect, stability of thought, um, a lot of, a very, very intelligence, um, 
a lot of studying. Um, I'm getting very good in school. Uh, wow, okay, all right, very, that's awesome. So very logically minded person, very, um, very thorough in our application of logic and reasoning, um, almost to the point where it's like kind of, it's crazy. You're like able to logic yourself out of some emotional spots in your life where it's like, while it would make some people feel really uncomfortable or hurt, you were able to just think yourself through it and being like, well, this was something that is painful, but I could be worse. And I learned to not do that thing again. And I will move forward accordingly. It's very, uh, very unique gift, Jolene here. Very, uh, very interesting indeed. It's amazing. I feel like every time I meet an owl, um, they all have such great gifts. It's such an amazing group of people, really. And uh, Jolene, this is no exception. I know you don't have an owl name yet, Jolene, but uh, you are a regular here. And Jolene is saying this is very accurate. Glad to hear. So moving into the present here, what do we see next? We see the three of spades. Thank you very much, Twilight Owl. I appreciate that. So the three of spades here is about taking action on or growing our emotions i should say or, <laughs> no it isn't at all thank you very much for the correction sir uh the three of spades is about growth in our wisdom so this is something that while we had this very logical path we're actually now applying it more into um growing it out so this is like a natural inclination in the past and now we're really taking information in we're applying this logic we, we're really uh, interested in learning new things, learning new skills. Uh, the thing that comes to mind is like learning about social dynamics, like uh, relationships, how to communicate more effectively. Um, I think those are gonna be really beneficial for you and I think you may have already started on some of those. Just like learning how to be more effective in a, a social situation here. Um, and that's where I'm seeing this growth pattern right now and it's um, the path that you're on currently. Is this sounding accurate for you, Jolene? Is this giving you some insights that you were looking for? Let me know, Jolene, in the comments below, and then I'll figure out what the next one is. And if it's not correct, uh, that's perfectly fine. Just let me know, and I will adjust accordingly. Do do do. Another great day with the owls, everybody. Rise up, rise up, owls. If you'd like to get a free reading like Jolene is getting right now, just let me know. You would like a free reading, and you're going to get a free reading like... Gerard is going to be receiving after the lecture today, and you could be receiving one too by simply commenting. Jolene is saying, Yes, very accurate, awesome. All right, Jolene. So now, are you ready for the curveball? Looking into the future here, we see the King of Hearts showing up. So, as we mentioned earlier here, the King of Hearts represents the archetypical uh, perfect man, Mr. Good, Mr. Right, Aragorn, the, the great guy in the future. So be aware that maybe your logic is about to, um, be put to the test as it were, and it could be, so the King of Hearts, that's the archetype. However, the actual information that comes from it is about a knowledge of emotions. So what this could be also indicating here is while we are learning a lot about logic and gaining information, another thing that we want to look into is the source of our own emotions. This is a source of self-knowledge. 
um, while we tend to think on the logical and the data output of the world, it's important to also think about our feelings and where they come. Um, you're going to be uniquely gifted for this because of your ability to use logic. So you can identify, like, I feel happy right now. What is the source of that happiness? How can I increase the output of that? And vice versa, the sadness, and how can I decrease that output here? And I think that perspective is going to give you a lot of insight and be very beneficial for you indeed. Uh, I would highly recommend checking out Plato because this, you know, he, he teaches this stuff all the time. It's like, how do you use logic in the context of the deepest and most profound emotions? How do you intertwine those perfectly? And uh, all of Plato's work is great on that, but the best ones that I would recommend are the, uh, the death and the trial and death of Socrates is a uh, fantastic starting point. I would highly recommend checking that out. All right, and that is the insight I have for you today. I hope that it was beneficial for you, Jolene. I hope you enjoyed it, and let me know in the comments below if you enjoyed it today. Ooh, thank you. Guess what? Salty Owl wants me to start podcasts and lives too, and I'm going to try by using your advice. Yes, Madison. Or, I'm sorry. Sorry, Twilight Owl. Uh, yes, that's awesome. That's amazing. You should definitely do it. There's... Um, there's no better time because if nothing else, you're setting up an axiom, you're learning how to speak well, you're learning how to uh, communicate more effectively, you're learning how to use technology that's effective, you're learning how to market, learning how to do outreach, learning how to interview people. There's a lot of benefits to doing something like that. So give it a shot. I'm just not as brave as you. Well, you know, if, I mean, I don't want to dissuade you one way or the other. Um, however, I have found with my personal clients that um, if they tend to be camera shy or they tend to be afraid of kind of putting themselves out there, writing tends to be the uh, the best one for the introverts. Um, it you know you can even do it under a pseudo name, um, but I found that that can be the most uh, efficient way of overcoming that problem if it's your natural gift and inclination. Uh, podcasts can work too because you can do it anonymously as well because there's no visual. Um, you can just use your voice and have a pseudonym as well. So th those would be the two. I wouldn't do like what I'm doing. Right? I'm, I'm an ENTP. I'm fine with uh, being in front of a camera and I know most people aren't. So uh, I would just be aware of that. Jolene said that was very accurate. I appear to be an extrovert, but as you know, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you have the, the type that's the, the one that tends to give false signals of being extroverted, but in reality is introverted. Yes, I, I remember that from the personality test that we did. Um, awesome. Jolene says, thank you very much. No problem, Jolene. All right, so with that, Ed Jolene's reading ending, uh, Gerard, we're going to do your reading after the lecture. You're going to be the first one there, bud. And if you want to get a free reading like Gerard is going to receive, all you need to do is say free reading in the comments below. And uh, right now we're going to be beginning the lecture here. So this is going to be teaching you guys how to capitalize on your strengths, how to multiply your strengths, and how to uh, make your weaknesses essentially irrelevant. And this is going to be something you can apply to whatever you're trying to do. And you're going to see a lot of results from this. So if you have any friends that are uh, trying something new, they haven't really figured out their career yet, uh, maybe they're still in school or college, this would be a great time to tag them or share this out to a group because we're going to be doing that lecture right now. So with that being said, let us begin. And here we go. So what is the process? Well, first off, um, if 
the, the first step here is we're talking about our strengths, right? Well, the first thing that we need to address is what if we don't know our strengths yet? What if we don't know what we're good at and what we're not good at? And that's a very good question to be asking, and that's um, something that you definitely need to solve. Uh, the first things that I would recommend, as always, you hear me say it all the time, self-knowledge. Self-knowledge is a great place to begin. There are tests called Strength Finder tests that will give you insights. I do a personality test at askwizardmagic.com. Uh, there's the 16 personality types personality test. There's a lot of different ways to get information on yourself and what your strengths may or may not be. But the second thing to do to this process here is how do you, you can't take just a test and instantly know all of your strengths and weaknesses for you specifically, though you can get pretty accurate results, scary accurate results. What you do need to do is take that information and then start acting it out in the real world. So what I would recommend doing is if you're not aware of what your strengths are, take those tests, circle what they show as your strengths and the potential careers and things you should look out for, and then just take a sample. You may have remembered in the previous streams where we talked about how to use experimentation as a model to test lots of ideas without sacrificing um, you know, a huge amount of time. How can you test an idea in a very short amount of time to see if you like it or not? We want to set up these tests for the things that may or may not be our strengths that we get from this test, and then that's gonna help you find out what you truly are really good at and competent at and give you a set, a set pool of strengths. So once you've identified your strengths, which um, that's a, you know, for most people, they never even get to that step. So when you do that, you just be aware that you're already 80% ahead of your competition because you know what your strengths are and you know your weaknesses. Now is the cool part. Most people, what they do is they have their strengths and they uh, have their weaknesses. And what most people spend their time doing is trying to improve their weaknesses and let their strengths kind of just float by. They float by on their strength and they're like, all right, I'm pretty good at this, so I don't really need to work as hard here. But man, I'm really bad at this, so I'm going to need to uh, really focus extra hard on this topic. What my suggestion would be is... And this might not work if you're in school because school isn't designed to teach you anything. It's a terrible organization and you shouldn't be in it and should leave as soon as possible because uh, it doesn't teach you how to think. But for real success in the real world, what you should do is focus all of your efforts on your strengths and put all the energy into getting ridiculously good at your strengths. Don't worry about the weaknesses. If you're trying to improve on a weakness, all it's gonna be doing is a slow grind. You'll get a little bit better here, a little bit better there. If you put all your effort into your strength, it's gonna be multiplying. It's going to be 2x, 3x, 4x. It's, it's going to continue to grow way faster than trying to improve on something that's a weakness of yours. So that leaves that's the technique. That is the counterintuitive technique to getting a lot more results uh, by simply shifting your efforts to your strengths rather than your weaknesses. But that leaves the, the big questions like, well, what do I do then with the weaknesses? What if I, I suck at some stuff and how do I do it? What I recommend doing and what's worked for me in my life is you outsource that. That's it. It's as simple as that. Like for my, for example, myself, I am not good at proofreading and grammar. I, I just can't. I can't do it. 
but I can go pay someone uh, five bucks on Fiverr to proofread and edit for me. Or uh, I have coworkers um, in the past, I would have people who would review it for me as well. Um, for these streams, I always have Alex take a look at it. She's my proofreader and reads the text that I write for these streams. So that is how you get around these things is find a way to outsource your weaknesses and avoid the situations where you're going to be in heavy in your weaknesses and really put all of your energy and efforts into your strengths. And you're going to see way better results and you're going to leaps and bounds surpass other people because you're leaning into your strengths and just not wasting your time on your weaknesses. And that is the lecture we have for you today. Nice and short one for you guys. Um, and I think it's gonna really benefit you and help you out. And let me know in the comments below. If you have any questions, any uh, information you'd like about it, any feedback, let me know. And I hope you enjoyed that today. And we're gonna move right on to batch number two of readings. So if you'd like to get some more readings, guys, let me know in the comments below. Just say free reading and that will get you a free reading today. Gerard, you are up first. Mr. Gerard, are you here? Would you like to get your reading, sir? I think you do. You were saying, please me earlier. So I'm assuming you do. Uh, let me know in the comments below and I think that'll help you out a lot. Would like to know about when love and marriage for me. I can't predict the future, Gerard, so that's not, that's not going to happen. Also, I had this woman day before yesterday. I tried to help in my job. She was very weird, crazy, overreacting, and draining. She's not even, she not even paid me. I've been crying all yesterday. I, oh, okay. Uh, today she coming. She's V, V negative. And do you see if she pay me today? I'm worried about what should I do? Uh, uh, Gerard, I can't help you with any of that. Um, I, I'm not a psychic. I, I don't know. I, 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 my suggestion would be um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, diversify. Be in a position where a single client not paying you isn't going to make you cry. Uh, instead, have 10 clients that if one of them doesn't pay, it's okay because you have nine other ones. That, that would be my, my business suggestion to you. Um, as to marriage, you know, that's more, you're in control of that. How do you get married? How do you become, find someone that will love you, uh, improve yourself, grow, become more powerful, uh, and stronger in yourself, know who you are, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, capitalize on your strengths, uh, become healthier, become smarter, become more valuable, uh, become a leader. These are all things that you could do to improve your, uh, attractiveness that are within your control and have nothing to do with what you're born with. Um, it's purely in your control and your choice. Notice I didn't say be more beautiful. Notice I didn't say be more attractive or charismatic. Uh, what I said was things that are 100% in your control that you can act on right now. So that would be my suggestion for you, Mr. Gerard. Uh, I appear to be actually, yes, that makes me out that helps me out actually it makes a lot of sense yeah it does it's it's odd because schools teach you the exact opposite teach, schools are actually designed to break your confidence and make you feel like you suck they go and they put you through a bunch of courses and they're like now we're going to learn about history now we're going to learn about biology now we're going to learn about math now we're going to learn about foreign language oh oh you're bad at foreign language you're not very smart are you that's that's the whole it's just a evil evil game 
Um, and it's like, no, actually, I crushed in biology, and I could go and freaking work on curing cancer, but instead, I'm sitting here trying to learn Spanish. So, thanks. <laughs> Hi there. Great advice. Just turned in at the right time. I have just quit my job and would love a card going forward. Absolutely, Catherine. 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 Catherine? I think I got Catherine. I think I got this right. Free reading for Catherine. Let's do it. Uh, for Gerard, I pulled one card. I got the... Oh, you're doing card readings now, Twilight Owl. Congratulations. Welcome. Awesome. Uh, I got four cups regarding that, which would indicate that he won't be happy with the outcome. Well, four of cups would be uh, stability of the emotions. Um, four of hearts. So that would be saying, like, structure. The, the, the core thing to be focusing on there would be uh, taking action... Uh, or being focusing on your emotions for hearts. Um, so basically the advice that I gave him instinctually would be um, the, the same information. Stability of your emotions, gaining uh, a place where you aren't so vulnerable, making sure that you're put in a position of power over your own emotions so that you're not so susceptible to those kinds of things, and then improving yourself so that you uh, can love yourself, know your own value, and that will increase your odds of someone else loving you as well. Uh, Catherine, yes, that's correct. All right, Catherine, let's get your reading going. Catherine, I got your one card here for you. And if you'd like to upgrade it to a three-card reading, all you need to do is tag a friend that might enjoy watching the reading alongside you, or you can share the stream if you want to get it. And if not, that's perfectly fine. We can just do a one-card reading for you as well. So let me know which one you would like, and we will move from there. Ooh, we got a really nice card here today. We'll get started with this one card. With the lady giving him money. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a... Uh, Gerard, I was going to do your reading, but then you, you never responded. <laughs> and, and I told you, uh, yeah, and I told you um, that all the questions you asked, I don't answer. I'm not a psychic. I'm a wizard. I use uh, archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. But I did give you some advice for your problem based on philosophy. Um, it's, yeah, but if you, if you want a reading, we can do something. But I, I can't give you, like, specifics like that because it's not what I do. All right, Catherine. Let us begin. Okay. Yeah, but um, Twilight, he was uh, emotionally connected to the outcome of the, the, the financial situation. So that's, that's where I'm getting at here is he was saying that he was uh, crying over the, the financial issue and it was bringing him a lot of despair and distress emotionally. So we want to bring him into a position in his business where he can be, uh, feel more stable, less, uh, fearful. All right. Sorry about that. Let's get your reading going. Tagged a friend. Oh, thank you very much, Catherine. Let's get your three card readings upgraded here. Wow. Got a lot of logic out here. Now, which philosopher do we need for you? Let's get one in here. Doing a three card reading. Ooh, popping my neck. I know you guys hate that. Um, <laughs> Mr. Jung, all right, Mr. Carl Jung, like it, let's go. Right, okay, all right, so we're looking into the past here, we see the seven of spades. 
Oh, dude, that's awesome advice and true. Thank you very much, Twilight Owl. Um, okay, I'm saying yes, very negative. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, all right, I'm getting distracted here. Let's focus in on Catherine. Looking into the past here, we see the Seven of Spades. The Seven of Spades is about confidence in our wisdom, confidence in the uh, uh, in the knowledge that we have. So looking into the past here, um, we kind of got a really solid build in the past of principles, of uh, correct ways of thinking. We were actually able to see people who were successful and uh, learn from them. And also I'm seeing another side of this where there was also some times where we were surrounded with information that was, let's say, not, not the best, a little negative. Um, and we were also able to see what we didn't want. So we, we got a really beautiful perspective in the past here because we were given an example of, uh, you know, something that looked happy, successful, and good. And we also saw an example of something that was like, I don't want to be that either. And so um, I'm getting this perspective here. I think there was like, um, there's an inspirational family member, but there was also some stuff that we saw maybe in school or the people we were around that was like, oh yeah, well, to avoid that. <laughs> uh, and these kind of set some core beginnings for you to really, um, a good framework really towards getting to a better life. And so what does that look like here? Walking into the future, Catherine, we see the Queen of Spades. So the Queen of Spades is about patience with our logic. So we're seeing the, the seeds that were planted in the past have now bloomed into this very powerful position. The, the my particularly, my favorite queen of the, uh, the queens, the woman of logic, the one who is thoughtful, who is uh, analytical, who thinks through, well, actually, that's not true. She's not my favorite. The Queen of uh, Wands is my favorite. Um, sorry, <laughs> side tangent. Um, the Queen of Spades here is about logic. It's about truth. It's about the person who is very methodical in her approach. She knows what she wants. She writes it down. She has her goal in her mind um, and then seeks it out. It's not so much a... Um, it's like the difference between the, the girl who sits around and waits to get swept off her feet and by emotions and just go off with the prince. This is more like the girl who's like, well, I'm going to go find out where the prince is going to be, and then I'm going to go stand in his path <laughs> and then trip. Ah, I fell. <laughs> you know, uh, that kind of thing. So, and, you know, that's the romantic side of it. But there's also the, you know, the, just the practical side of things where it's like, uh, like from the motherly side, uh, looking at with the kids where it's like, yeah, well, um, I'm going to call the principal if they keep sending my kid to detention because he keeps asking questions and that kind of approach because uh, you're not going to be like, how dare they? That was so bad of them. It's more like, oh, well, that's wrong. I will defeat it with a logical plan. And so that's where we're seeing you at right now, Catherine. Is that sounding accurate for you, Catherine? Is that giving you some insights that you're looking for? Let me know in the comments below before we move on to the uh, next card to see what the next step would be. Dear, okay, if you... Uh, yes, Gerard, I will do that for you after uh, this reading here. Catherine, Catherine, Catherine. I can give you some insights on just how to, what you should be taking action on right now to improve yourself. Um, and we will work on it from there. Catherine, are you still with us, Catherine? Let me know. I want to make sure that this is on point and giving you the insight you're looking for. Yes, that's me. Awesome. Glad to hear that that is exactly correct for you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Th that's me. 
So more accurate than exactly correct. It's actually you. So glad to hear. So what's the next step? What do we need to do? Interestingly enough, so looking into the future here, what we see is the seven of wands. So the next step here is about taking confident in our principles. So we became confident in our ways of thinking and our ability to apply logic to a situation. So what this is more about is the spiritual aspect of things. We really want to use our logic to identify truth and philosophy and our principles and set that as a groundwork so that this is actually going to allow your ability, this gift you have for logic to flourish out into the world because you're going to be able to have these principles you can always fall back on and that will let you experiment out with your mind and be like, well, it doesn't really matter if this falls apart because I do have this to fall back on. So I can go and try out new thought patterns, new behaviors, new plans, knowing at the end of the day, while I have my core principles that cannot change, if it violates these principles, then all else things are irrelevant, that kind of thing. Um, So this would be really great. This is more, um, you know, if you're religious, like for myself, reading the Bible, uh, C.S. Lewis, Aristotle, philosophy from Plato, um, this is going to be the kind of places to go where it's a really flexing that logic you already have, but on the deeper level of things. And I think that's going to give you the uh, information you're looking for and help you out. I made a decision to leave my job after realizing I no longer had passion for it. Yeah, exactly. And so this tying in with the career element here as well, the seven of wands, um, is making sure that the reason we're setting our principles here is so that we can go and try out the jobs in a logical way or we can research in a logical manner. But at the core, we're only going to be finding jobs that meet our principles, things that we won't lose our passion for because they're what we love or what we believe in, something that really hits us on a level that's beyond just the monetary level. And that, I think, is going to really help you out here. So definitely take that into consideration. And um, I think you'll be good. Just, uh, you know, keep on doing it. And, you know, if you're applying for jobs, when you don't have a job, your job is to find a job. How do you do that? Wake up when you would if you were at a normal job. Wake up 9 to 5, clock out, clock in, take a lunch break. Don't break your pattern. And what do you do during that time? Apply for jobs, network, get on LinkedIn, reach out to people that um, are uh, might be hiring, uh, do some, make some spec work, showing off the skill that you're trying to get hired for, take some courses that are free online, get free certifications. This is the things that you would be doing during your work time so that you can get a better job, not just a job, but a better job. Bounce upward. And that would be my recommendation for you. Wonderful, thank you. I realized that I was chasing the money and it was making me miserable. Yeah, I, I know. I've seen that happen to a lot of people, Catherine. A lot of people. It's it's a really easy trap to follow into. So, um, yeah, just be careful. Be careful. Obviously, money is good. There's reasons for money. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crapping on money. But uh, figure out what you need to be happy. The lower you can get it, the better. And then pursue a job that fills that need. That would be my recommendation for you as well and for anyone. All right, Gerard, are you here, Gerard? Let me know in the comments below and we will get your insights for you for that. You're looking for how can I improve myself to make myself uh, find love in marriage? Let me know, Gerard, if you're here. We'll get you the wisdom you need. Gerard says, yes. All right, Gerard, let's take a look here. 
Let's take a look. First off, let's see where Gerard is right now. We're gonna upgrade this a little bit because I think this is gonna be more beneficial here. So we got the uh, Ace of Diamonds. So this is the beginning of a new material thing. So we're really seeing you at the start of, a, of the relationship process. We're not really even at the point in our lives where we are in a position to um, be like, we, we haven't even taken the first steps. We're just starting out. This is the beginning of pursuing a new love, a new relationship. And that's where we find you at in this current moment right now. Um, and you know we don't have the prospect here. It's just kind of all over the place. And there's a lot of just newness here. So let's see what do you need to take action on that's gonna benefit you and get you the information you need. You know I don't want to do that. You know what? All right, fine. We'll go with Nietzsche. Yep, we'll do it. I hate Nietzsche. All right. So the first thing that we have information on, yeah, I know. Okay, so the first thing that we have information regarding here is the king of spades. The king of spades is knowledge of knowledge. It's a, a, a it's the ultimate uh, epitome. Is the uh, what would you call it? the archetypical, the archetype of knowledge itself. So what this is saying is that what we really need to be doing right now is, and, and we see logic across this entire platform here. So this is really about knowing and gaining more wisdom about ourselves. We need more self-knowledge here, Gerard. We really need to think about ourselves critically. Um, we need to be thinking about our flaws. We need to be thinking about the um, impressions we're giving off. And we need to be thinking about how valuable we are. Um, because right now, what this is saying here is we're looking, we're putting all of our energy into other people. And we're letting other people control us. And that is not going to work. Not only does that not work in business, um, that's not going to work in relationships. That's super unattractive. And um, nobody wants the person who puts all the other things onto to the other people, all the responsibility on the other people. Uh, this is going to be tough. But, you know, Nietzsche is not, uh, not known for his niceties. You've got to be taking full, full ownership of everything. Everything is your responsibility. Everything is in your control. Everything is your fault. All of it. All of the things. And I know that sucks and it hurts to take on that burden of responsibility here. But that's the steps that we need to take here. We can't just be going and saying, well, it's someone else's fault. Nobody, nobody loves me. Nobody loves me. Okay, that's your responsibility now. How do we take responsibility for that? Nobody loves you? Then become someone worth loving. That's the step. That's the next step you do. That's hard advice. That's the real advice. If it be so good that they can't ignore you, um, it's, it's as simple as that. And I know that's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is simple. And that's the first step here is if you're sitting here fixating on how can I get someone to love me, you're not focusing on the right thing at all. You shouldn't be concerned with how to get someone to love me. You should be concerned with how to become someone who is um, 
deserving and earning that love. And by proxy of doing that, and by simply doing that act, you will improve yourself, improve your own quality, and make yourself appealing to other people. That's the way to go. You, it's self-improvement, self-growth. And apply the lesson from today. Figure out what your weaknesses are, and let's just try to ignore those for now, and find out what your strengths are, and let's put all our eggs in the strength baskets, all right? Let's, let's buff our strengths. And if you have some flaw that you can't uh, hide, um, then highlight it. Don't show that it doesn't bring you down, that you don't let it hurt you. Don't let it affect your uh, self-confidence. Because if you do that, um, that's that's the real thing that people don't like. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm reminded of a, a comedian. There's a comedian who is notorious for being very, very popular with women. And um, he's literally, he's a midget. He's actually a midget. And he's very popular with women. Um, I know that sounds weird, but, but it is, that's the, it's a reality. And the reason why is he fully embraces that aspect of his life. He doesn't let it affect him in a subconscious or a negative way. He says, this is who I am. This is what I got to work with. That's fine. You know what I am good at? I'm really funny. So I'm going to put all my eggs into being funny, being charismatic, being fun, having a good time. And he's crushing. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse here that's going to uh, allow you to put the blame or the value into other people. As soon as you say finding someone that, to love me, you're putting the power in their court. Don't play that game. You can't control that. If you can't control it, get it out of here. You don't need that. You need to be focusing on king of spades, gaining wisdom, growing in your wisdom of yourself and stability of your wisdom. Really get solid foundation, solid principles, solid value here. We can't put the power in other people's hands. We need to bring it into us. If for no other reason, you can't control other people. You can't make other people love you. What you can do is become so amazing that other people want to love you. That's the way to go. And if they don't, well, you're still awesome. So isn't that great? <laughs> and so with that information here, Gerard, what is the transformation we can expect if you take action on this information I just gave you right now? Let's take a look. Beautiful. Transforming into the jack of spades, taking action on your wisdom, taking action on this information, building yourself up, becoming awesome. And as you do this, you're going to subconsciously start to love yourself more, respect yourself more. It's going to give off better vibes. You're going to be eating healthier. You're going to be exercising more. You're going to be improving yourself and you're going to be focusing on your strengths. Put yourself in a social situation that um, is with people who have similar likes to your own. Best place to do this is a church because then you have your core principles already aligned. Um, but this could be something like a hobby, an art class, card games, anything that you enjoy, and just go and start doing things that you love. And eventually you will run into people that are like-minded, that are the, uh, uh, that are women that you're looking for and have similar interests. And you have been improving yourself, building yourself up. And rather than trying to learn some sneaky trick to get in on, get this relationship going, just be awesome, crush, hang out, talk to them and, um, see where it goes. And if you like them and you truly like them, let them know. 
And I know that's hard. And don't get me wrong. I know it's really difficult for guys um, to do that because, you know, it's it's programmed into our brain. You know, you go back to the Bible. You go and hit on the uh, king's uh, queen. You get your head smashed in with a rock and you die. So we have this thing in the back of our heads that says, like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die if I go and talk to her. And it, it's, it's hard to get over. Um, so what I would recommend doing is... You, know, you can practice. Uh, you can literally get through it. It's the same way you get over stage fright. Go up and just um, practice with people you know and uh, work your way up. Work your way up there. You realize you can go up and talk to your mom, right? You can go talk to your sister. That's not hard. So why is this any different? Treat them like your sister. Treat them like your mom. And you'll get better at it over time. That's the only real skill that you need to learn outside of that for some people. For me, I'm an extrovert, so it's never been a problem. But for people who are introverted, that is a pretty strong instinct. It hurts. And so that does take a little practice to get over. But most of this is all going to be down to just be awesome, gain skills, improve yourself, grow, and put yourself in a situation where you'll run into like-minded people that uh, are there to talk to that you can hang out with that you can socialize with go to meetups things like that obviously it's a little hard right now with the beer sniffles i get that um but wait for the the when the when your when your particular area opens up that is the information i have for you so that is the reading i have for you today gerard i hope that that was beneficial for you i hope that gave you some insights and i hope you enjoyed nietzsche because <sighs> then at least one of us would not a fan my mom and sister have been hurting me in mentally torturing me for years then get out <laughs> i mean i know it sucks but like that dude yeah if that's happening to you get out i went through similar things myself I, I i had a experience that was negative for my in my life so i left i don't spend time there that's what i did until that behavior stopped i don't didn't invest time you you gotta you got to break out of, you, you can't keep putting yourself into the victim role because you have no control there. Stop, you can't. You can't say, well, I was the victim. It's no, get out, leave, break free. There are people who have gone through much worse that have gotten out and left and broken that spell and you can do it too. And how do I know that it was much worse? Because I've read a lot of history. I've, I, I, I know a lot of people. Okay. Um, you just have to stop. Rhonda, hello. How's it going? Hello. How many do you have in line for a reading? Well, Rhonda, I can do you right now if you'd like. Just let me know and we'll get your reading going after Gerard here. They kept doing it like they've been the main reason for my past relationship breaking up. Then stop introducing your relationships to them and stop spending time with them. Like, yeah. Like, if, if every day I walked home... Alex threw a glass bottle at me, that would be the first and last day that she lived in my house. She'd be gone. She'd be out. Um, that's just how it is. I'm not going to tolerate that kind of behavior. You can't tolerate that kind of behavior in your life. And, I mean, it doesn't have to be an immediate cutoff. You could go up and tell them, like, look, these are the problems I'm having. These are the, the issues that I am engaging with you. And these are the problems you're causing me. I will give you an opportunity right now to apologize and to move forward and to work towards fixing this problem. But if you aren't okay with that, then I'm done. We're, we're done. And that's what you need to do, man. You, you, can't, you can't tolerate that kind of stuff in your life. 
you just keep you're like, well, they did this to me. They did this to me. Then leave. Get out. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Don't be subjecting yourself to putting yourself in this victim role. Man, now you guys are seeing why I don't like Nietzsche. <laughs> Nietzsche is very aggressive, very, uh, very Deutschland, very German, indeed. But, you know, he's right in a lot of ways, so got to give him that. But, whew, feeling aggressive now, feeling all pumped up. <laughs> Rhonda says, ah, yeah, thank you. No problem. Yes, never tolerate behavior like that. Exactly. Your life, your choices. Exactly. Exactly. You got to break free, man. You gave good advice. Thank you, Rhonda. I appreciate it. I can't. I was arranged. I was arranged the relationship, and they, they portrayed me as. But you could, you could, fix it, Gerard, by by not introducing the next person to them. That's how you could do it. And when you meet your partner, say, look, I have horrible people in my family that are abusive and cruel. Um, we're not spending time with them because they're bad people. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I know, you're, but, but, I, but uh, I had to do it, but I had to. No, you don't. There's, there's very few things. Before says she's my mom. Society. No, that's not how society works. You are not forced to introduce your girlfriend to an abusive person who is uh, violently uh, assaulting you, who is bringing massive psychological torture into your life. No, there is no societal obligation to do that. In fact, there's a societal obligation to keep them away because why would you bring someone you love into a proximity of someone that awful? That, that's, that's not true. No problem, wise owl. See you later. I have a tarot card student. Awesome, that's cool. So getting notes ready. Catch you on the next live. Awesome, wise owl. See you soon. Reading, not hiding. If you let them abuse you, it's your fault. Well, I I'd, I think that there's that is true uh, to some extent, Rhonda. However, I think there is an element where, like in the beginning phases, when it's not expected, um, there's the initial results, but it's like. You could have, like, if it's a small thing, like, being like, look, I don't want to, I don't, I will not tolerate that. I'm being serious right now. If this ever happens again, uh, get out of my life. Especially if it's, like, from the psychological, the word play kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, no, if you have a repeat problem that is causing you this much negativity, that's, you have to choose to step away. You are not forced into anything like that. That's perfect here. Yes, I feel wanted to say that to my partner. He wasn't liking it when I tried to tell him I I mean ask him why be honest tell him what happened to you tell him the pain that you went through and say why do you want me to be subjected to more pain don't you love me because this is causing me immense pain like that that's it that's that's the end of the story it's and if he's like yeah no what i really do is because i love you i want to subject you to immense pain that's probably not someone you should be dating uh just being blunt there like that's not good yeah exactly exactly ronda's got that exactly right it's repeatedly allowing the behavior every time you put yourself in the victim role 
and you don't take 100% responsibility for all of your actions, everything that happens, take 100% responsibility for it, you are allowing those things to happen. You can allow terrible things to happen to you once. You can allow terrible things to happen to you twice. After the second time, it's, it starts to be your fault. I'm glad to hear that that was helpful for you and gave you some insights. But yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta take self-ownership. You gotta. Before they know you and take someone else's words, values, or, or find out what, who you are and what they are and making choices themselves, then they aren't worthy of my love. It, yeah, that's true as well. However, um, the other side of it is there are some really evil, manipulative liars in this world who will craft just insidious lies and can make even the best of people, even the best partner, uh, doubtful, um, you know, because that's just what they do. There, there are, I've found it with the, the devouring mother archetype. There are mothers who don't want to lose their sons or daughters, and they will construct satanic levels of evil lies and just deceptions just for the sole purpose of, and psychological manipulation for trying to break up a relationship so they don't lose their son so there is there are monsters in this world there are evil people and um, you how do you defeat the monster you don't cower from the monster because then the monster comes and he eats you what you do is you become stronger than the monster and you overcome the monster or you escape the monster and you abandon where the monster is that's how you defeat it in the story cowering, fearing, and continually subjecting yourself to the monster does not fix the problem. You are better than that. Love yourself first. Yes, that was his lesson. Self, love, self, and confidence. Build yourself up and find that love for yourself. Love attracts love. Exactly. That's how you, how you get love. Build yourself up. Become valuable. Bill Gates is ugly. Bill Gates is a nerd. Bill Gates is a scrawny little loser that I could beat up. He probably gets a lot more attention from women than I do. Why? Because he focused on his strengths. He crushed. He's a billionaire now, and he's uh, changing the world and curing polio. Why? Because he didn't sit there and say, I'm a victim. I'm a nerd. I'm a loser. I just am nothing. I suck. He didn't do that. What he did was he became awesome at the thing that he's awesome at, and now people love him. That's how you get loved. Become great. Become so great that they can't ignore you. Well, then go to a doctor. You know, if you're concerned about that, you're saying, you know, they told me I have a mental problem. I'm really worried that I have a mental problem. I... I won't get into that. Um, yeah. If, if you're concerned about it, go see a doctor. Go find out if you have a mental problem. It's that simple. And then you'll have the test, and they'll say, oh, you do, and here's the ways to fix it. Or you don't, and you're saying, oh, well, that was another lie that I don't need to believe in my life. Try it out. Truth. Truth will set you free. Get the truth. Get the wisdom you need. Good job. You passed the test. That's awesome. Good work. 
great. If you don't, you know you don't have one, so then why, why hold on to that? Why hold on to the pain of a lie from a liar? If an evil person lied to you, they did it because they want to hurt you. That's why they're evil. Evil words shouldn't hold power over you, especially if you hold your believe in truth. Go to truth. Go to truth. Truth is the way. Truth is the light and the way. They wanted to do all the drama to prevent me studying. Again, dude, you, you, you're out of that. Get out of there. <laughs> it's like every one of these things is, but this is what happened to me. This was what happened. Yes, get out. Leave. Stop. Separate. Break from the things. They're, they're, those are horrible experiences, and I relate with you, and I empathize with you. But you have to escape. Because think about this. All right, so every time we, we're giving you the solutions. Uh, Twilight Owl has given you the solutions. Rhonda has given you the solutions. I've given you the solutions. We've told you what to do. And you are continuing to come back to the same thing of just this repeat pattern. Every time you do that, you're allowing them to have control over your thoughts. You're allowing them to continue to hurt you right now by bringing this pain from the past into the present. Every time you do that, you're just bringing back more pain. You can't... You haven't escaped them yet. Until you've escaped them and escaped the people who have caused you agony... You will, you're just bringing them with you. They, they live in your mind. The pain lives here. That's what Socrates, what Seneca, what uh, Marcus Aurelius, they all teach you. It's in here. It's in your head. You have to escape there. That's how you escape. And yeah, well, for the godly advice, go to Christ. Seriously, put it all there. Christ will show you the way. That is... The ultimate solution. Exactly, Rhonda. Thank you very much. Sorry, Rhonda. Let's let's get Rhonda's reading going. Thank you for being so patient, Rhonda. I apologize, but um, I'm telling you, man, Nietzsche gets me fired up. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I I can think through his entire logic patterns, but man, he's a he's a bit of a nutcase, and it makes me mad too because he himself is just such a. Nietzsche is a scrawny loser. He didn't ever accomplish anything, didn't believe any of the philosophy, but I can adopt his philosophy pretty quickly and help him out. Hey, how's it going, Jenny? All right, Rhonda, let's begin. I'm like, whew, I'm fired up. <laughs> it's got me. Oh, man. All right, get out, get out. I don't want any fun. All right, let me get some water. You heard War General Tyler come out there. <laughs> it's actually not true. My my son Sue is uh, far more uh, sociopathic. <laughs> it's more just like, well, yes, of course we're going to make this maneuver because that'll put them into a position where they're unable to succeed, and then we will take their flank, and then we will win, and that is how we will divide and conquer. We'll leave an out so that they can escape. <laughs> I have been in your situation of life. Thank you, Twilight Owl. Thank you. I, thank you. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Rhonda says a shot of tequila. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go, yeah, well, I, as you know, I've quit caffeine. 
I, I literally only drink water. Uh, one day a week, I have what's called a cheat day and I eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want. So if I want energy drink on there, I could have an energy drink. Um, if I wanted tequila, I could have tequila, but I only do that one day a week. The rest of the weeks I eat uh, three egg omelet with mushrooms and kimchi and sesame oil and sesame seeds. And I only drink water. And that is what I have for breakfast. And I have some other, basically the same thing for lunch. And then usually steak or uh, chicken or something with vegetable or kimchi and beans as well. So uh, I don't, I can't have tequila. <laughs> All right, let's get your reading going, Rhonda here. insight from no Nietzsche we are not going to do you again get out of here oh thank you all right Seneca a nice wholesome stoic let's get Seneca in here Seneca okay so we're looking into the past here and we see a completion of the material, the 10 of diamonds. We're seeing a chapter of the material world closing on our lives. Um, this might be looking at the economy, seeing the jobs uh, falling through with the beer sniffles. Um, just the realization that the way that we view the economic world just isn't the same that we thought it was. Um, and now we're kind of sitting into this position now where we're seeing all of these things materially collapsing and ending, but we're not actually too affected by it. Like, we're, we're not too negative about it as much as you thought you would be from such a crazy crisis. Um, you're actually taking it very well. So you're, you're in a position of a lot of strength, and that's beautiful. See, he's magic. He quit coffee. That's a miracle in itself. <laughs> Thank you very much, Twilight Owl. I appreciate that. I am a magician. That is true. Um, interesting. All right. So, yeah. So, the Ten of Diamonds, we're seeing this completion of the financial chapter here. Now, walking into the present, what we see here is the Eight of Wands. So, the Eight of Wands is about advancement in the spiritual uh, so really what this time in the past has caused, this, this financial chapter ending, has actually advanced your, your understandings of yourself. You've actually really grown in your principles. You're growing in what you love and, uh, or what you believe in, your, your, your faith. You're, you're seeing a lot of increases in on the things that really matter to you. The things that are truly clear to you are becoming more clear and growing. And so it's like, Oddly, this thing that's supposed to be this horrible, terrible thing is actually bringing a lot of clarity to your life and giving you a lot of value, Rhonda. Um, so this is a really cool place to be. Is this sounding accurate to you, Rhonda? I just want to make sure uh, I'm hitting on point for you before we get to the final card here. And if not, that's perfectly fine. Just let me know and we'll adjust accordingly. By the way, Jenny, thank you for the tag. Did you want a reading as well, Jenny? Let me know in the comments below. Rhonda, let me know if this reading is accurate for you. Thank you. Can my mom have a reading? Tracy, sure, of course. Rhonda's saying it's sounding very accurate. Awesome. Glad to hear that this is accurate for you. 
now let's take a look walking into the future here we see the ten of hearts so this is the completion of an emotional chapter so this is saying the next step the next step that we need to do is we need to complete the chapter on these emotions so what does that mean what, what does that mean exactly here so we have some ties into the past that are kind of holding us back um we're, we're, we're kind of feeling so much goodness from this time that we're kind of neglecting um the the emotional aspect of things so we're, we're kind of letting this great progress this great time uh distract us from the material sense so we really while this is a great time while this is good for us to be saying our principles we want to make sure that we're not completely neglecting the material. We still want to be learning new skills. We want to make sure that we're gaining valuable skills um, that we can utilize in the future here. And we want to make sure that we're looking for uh, potential, like, okay, if the economy is going like this, what is the future outlets for jobs going to be? What can I do that will be valuable regardless of the economy? Those kinds of things. Um, it's not saying that this is you know, like a, a dire emergency. It's just simply making sure that we're not just so wrapped up with the spiritual growth that we're ignoring the pragmatic and the practical. We want to make sure that we've got both accounted for, at least to the point where we're in a position where we feel very secure and safe. And that's going to help us complete the emotional ties, complete the financial chapter, and then focus on growing even more in that uh, foundations. So that is the reading I have for you today, Rhonda. I hope that that was insightful for you and I hope that gave you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if you enjoyed that. Yeah, Rhonda, Rhonda's awesome, wow, yeah, Rhonda. All right, on to Jenny, you're back. You're going to have a reading? I'm not sure, I am not sure. I, I, didn't, I saw Jenny tag some people, which I really appreciate. The anti-Jenny as it is known. Oh, anti-Jenny owl, or just anti-owl. That could be pretty legit. Though I don't know. It seems like anti-owl. I don't know how I appreciate that. <laughs> just just the second I say it, you just see this. Bloop. <laughs> it's just someone say anti-owl. <laughs> thank you so much. So true. Thank you so much. No problem, Rhonda. And thank you for all your help earlier today. Come on back. Let me know. Let's help help you out. Mom texted me and said she's busy at the moment. Which is not a problem at all, Twilight Owl. I do this every Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. There will be a time in the future, and it's not a problem at all. Auntie Owl. Yes! Oh, that would be legit. Um, definitely Pro Owl. Yes, Jenny. I like it. I'm Pro Owl as well. I appreciate it. <laughs> but Auntie Owl could be legit. That's a good one. Um, there's so many great owl names. So many great bubbles owl, twilight owl, passion owl, wise owl. We have so many good happy owl, rusty owl. Rusty owl is amazing. Rusty owl is a dog and he is incredible. And uh, I, I get occasional pictures of him and and I share them with Alex and we go, That's a good boy. And she looks at him and goes, Yes, that is a good boy. Th this happens on a pretty regular basis. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, Jenny, would you like to get a reading or were you just being awesome and tagging some people in here like the amazing person you are? Let me know in the comments below. I was thinking about this today. It's just like, it's so incredible 
how amazing and special all of the owls that I know are. Like, I haven't met someone with an owl name yet that isn't, like, one, they, they've gone through a lot, they've had pain, but they managed to transform it and they, they, you know, they'll go and they say, you know, the readings have gotten us on the right track, we're going forward, and they just groan and they just have so many gifts and so many unique talents. It's, it's beautiful to see such a just a flourishing community i really love it it makes me happy okay i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you something all right let's hear it twilight owl no i'm not in the illuminati no i'm not a freemason no i'm not in the cia no i'm not a demon <laughs> what do i need to do to sort out my crap before having a baby Ooh, having a baby uh sort out your crap um, I don't know. I haven't had a baby. I'm not sure. Um, hmm. And I've never read any philosophy on the topic, have I? That's not true. That's not true. Um, come on, brain. Let's go to the council. Uh, which one of you was it? Aristotle. Politics one? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. We got that? We'll, we'll work on that. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll try this. Again, I, I haven't had a child, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best here to get the insights. So Aristotle says that the, the woman... Uh, to bring into your life, you got to think of her as your partner, the person who would manage your household, who would benefit in, in the logistics as well. This is not just some person you have around your life. This is a person who's your partner. And so the first aspect of a, a really healthy and strong relationship is being uh, the kind of person who is able to help and manage a household in a administrative way to really... Um, be a, a partner to not just be um, a person you, you got to work together as a team so that's the first step here and then the second step is learning and making sure that you understand your own wisdom and knowledge because you will be imbuing you're, you're the spirit of the household in a way uh, the in the Aristotelian archetype the man represents the the embodiment of logos in the household while the woman embodies the the ethereal the 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 deep the profound the the enforcer of the moral law um and so you have these two dynamics here the the, the nurturing element here so it's very important that there's a dialogue a discussion about your principles what you hold to be true and that you agree on those principles before you go on to that process here once you have uh, established your principles, you need to start living out those principles. That'd be great. Awesome, Jenny. We will definitely get that for you. Um, so you've got to be living out those principles. Once we're living out those principles, then we have embodied the principles. And so now we're going to be able to imbue that wisdom onto the people, the, the child. And then the final part here is to think of yourself like a garden and making sure that you're, you're treating your body as a temple. 
You want your body to be healthy. You want your body to be in good condition. You want to imbue the best traits into your child. And that is on the physical level. That is on the intellectual level. That is on the spiritual level. And that is on the, um, <laughs> the emotional level. So we want to hit all four of those pillars here. And um, Aristotle, uh, being the little genius and a little bit too smart of a guy that sometimes thinks of it as, is it's like the taking the responsibility that you would for a garden. You're growing life, but the, the most important garden you'll ever have. And so uh, water it, nurture it, treat it well. And that would be the path that Aristotle would recommend. That, that's the advice that I have for you today. No problem. Whew, that was a that was a memory pull. Jeez, just going in through the, just flipping through the books there. I'm so glad I had the Paracosm, or it would be really difficult to do that. All right, Jenny. Like, like I said, tough one. Yeah, indeed. I need some more work on myself. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely. The diet is a start, yes, but don't neglect the other ones. Don't just think it's just a physical thing. You know, you, you wanna, you wanna make sure that you, um, you're imbuing, you're in, uh, imbuing logos, truth, principles, love, and uh, and the material. That the material is important too, but make sure you're hitting all four of the sectors. All right, Jenny says, that's great. Thanks, Carmel. Question mark, question mark? Yeah, I like that. Wait, hold on, I'm confused. Jenny says, definitely pro-owl. Then Jenny says, that, that'd be great. Thanks, Carmel. Um, I'm not following. Are you saying you want a reading or you want to be owl-fied as Carmel or both? Or are you asking if that's the name that you could have? Let me know in the comments below find out Jenny Jenny let me know I worked with a really awesome lady named Jenny she's a fantastic businesswoman very positive woman too I really liked working with her great person she wants both awesome all right Madison well let's get this going and I think that'll be our last reading for the night would be a good name. Heck yeah, it'd be a good name. Karma Owl. Let's see, what, what are the... I mean, obviously, there's my uh, trepidation with the word karma, but, you know, I, I believe, in essence, a similar kind, which is uh, righteous judgment in the end times. Um, so I think that there's something to that as well. And other than that, you know, there's a champ in League of Legends named Karma. This can't be that bad, right? <laughs> uh... Madison likes Auntie Owl and Karma Owl. All right, well, let, let's see. Which one is it gonna be, guys? Let me know and we will, we will get it going. Auntie Owl is gonna be funny because every time I say it fast, I'm gonna be like, Auntie Owl, and go, hmm. <laughs> By the way, fun Easter egg fact, there's a stream where you got to see Anti Tyler. That, that actually happened. We did a whole stream uh, that was the, the, the anti-Tyler for a special holiday in April. So you might enjoy that. It has the word Nietzsche in the title. 
Oh, that was a great stream. <laughs> I love that stream. That was a great one. People were so mad afterwards, too. It was hilarious. They're like, you sold out. You're using tarot cards now, too. And you're, you're giving in to the... You're, we knew you were in the Illuminati. We knew it was all a lie. <laughs> it's just like, guys, did you check what the date was? Auntie sounds great. All right, let's do it. Let's begin. Ooh, you can tell it's the end of the stream. I'm getting a little... A little drained all right okay <laughs> i was not expecting this to be as difficult as it was let's go with a nice clear white one here all right now not everybody can see it about 20 percent of the population can that's perfectly fine you may notice some paracosmic activity uh odd synchronistic behavior darkening of the room lightening of the room uh change in temperature where you're at that's perfectly fine these things happen. Um, but what is important here is we're going to focus this on. Ooh, I am, I'm getting lightheaded from that. All right. Let's focus this on. On just positivity. Yeah, a positivity feedback loop. This, um, this, this mnemonic device that's going to bring to Jenny's attention, the, the reality that while there is negativity in our life, we can also find the positive. And so what we're gonna start doing here is really bringing our attention to the positive things that happen in our day rather than the negative. We're going to just really reflect on how much positivity there is and while there are negative things, we're not going to dwell on those. Instead, let's just focus on the good things that are happening and working for us. All right, that should work. Put that right there. And here we go. Jenny, welcome to the Parliament of Owls. You have now been owlified as Auntie Owl. Welcome to the flock. Yeah, you're crushing. Woo! It's cold, but got a warm breeze. Woo! Awesome, Jenny. I'm glad that it worked for you, and I'm glad that you had an awesome experience right now. That should bring some positivity into your life. Hello. Can I please have a card? It was my best attempt at the name. Let me know how it worked. <laughs> Casey, ask for a reading. <laughs> Awesome. Woo! Welcome, Auntie Owl. All right, let's get your reading going. That's how I try to live. Awesome, Jenny. Well, that will be a good reminder. And I think you'll notice that it's a little bit just more clear, a little bit more highlighted, if you will. Um, and that really, sorry, I spelled it backwards. Wait, what? Heintiki. <laughs> Heintiki. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, you can get a. We'll, we'll, supposed to be closing up the stream but we'll, we'll do a reading for jenny and then we'll do a card for you and then we'll, we'll close up the stream all right sound good all right let's do it i am already drained I, i've done three owlifications today so i'm uh i'm a bit i'm a bit drained all right heeny tiki it's a cool name heeny tiki all right jenny let's get you some insights What does Jenny, sorry, 
Auntie Owl need to know? Hmm. Yeah, guys, if you could uh, phone this one in for me, that'd be really nice. <laughs> Anybody, any volunteers? Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, I appreciate that. All right, Marcus Aurelius, it is. The Stoic philosopher rises again. Hopefully, he'll do the heavy lifting today. Let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Looking into the past, Jenny, we see the Ten of Wands. So the Ten of Wands is about the completion of a spiritual chapter in our life. So we're looking into the past here. We're seeing that... Um, we, we had this time where maybe there was a, uh, a bit of um we kind of got wrapped up in an idea of uh, a f fantasy, philosophy, um, something in the past that was really beneficial to us. This was like a, like a, almost like a child like um, world that we had that we used to to imagine and play in and a lot of dreams here. And eventually, we reached a point in our life where we were like, well, I need to be an adult now, and we can't, uh, we can't think about these things and invest your time into these things. And so I'm seeing that in the past here. Now, however, walking into the present, this choice that you made has gotten you to a point where you're very confident in the material sense right now. But there's this lingering feeling of like, I, I feel like, despite the fact that I, I kind of understand the real world now, the material world now. I kind of enjoy that 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 paracosmic fantasy, this this um, this enjoyable childlike world of the past as well. And so that's where we kind of see you at right now is this conflict of like the the standard like I felt like I had to sacrifice the childlike um, wonder for the real world the tangible world what makes sense what works and so that's where we find you at right now is that making sense for you auntie owl let me know in the comments below i want to make sure that this is uh, accurate for you and giving you the insight you're looking for let me know auntie owl Hini tiki i don't know why is your name backwards it's so weird is this some is this some magic thing a lot of people come here and they, they know a lot about magic stuff. And I'm a wizard. And uh, I don't know their, their new agey stuff. <laughs> I don't know it. I don't know it at all. They were teaching me what star signs were yesterday or the other day. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I'm a total daytime dreamer. Interesting. Okay, so we're seeing this landing spot on here. We get this this daytime dreaming. And then we've, so we have it. And we've got this focus. And then we got the material world. So we've got this conflict here. And the, I think what the advice that we need here is the three of hearts. So the three of hearts is the suggestion is grow in our emotions. So rather than seeing material versus daydream as a conflict, I think the correct approach here is let's embody this with some emotions. Let's just not teach this or treat this as a daydream, but instead let's advance our emotions into it, charge this up, and what if we acted out in a creative way? What if we could turn this imaginative capacity into a material thing? What if that could be something along the lines of doing art 
or writing or creating uh, music or basically manifesting this imaginative state into a really powerful and real world tangible asset. And I think that will allow you to not only have that childlike wonder, this daydream like beauty, but to really advance it and make it even greater and more powerful. And I think you're gonna get a lot of benefit from that. Finding a way to capitalize on that unique gift, the ability to do what you're describing is a, a special gift that society tries to break. And so if you, and it's, you know, people can have it reduced, but everyone can relearn it. It's not like something you can lose. There, there are some rare mental illnesses that can cause you to lose it, but in general, everyone can relearn it. Um, but for people to have it cultivated and developed is a very beautiful and unique skill. That's my, my study of empiricisms is all about that. And so, yeah, I, I think finding a way to a creative outlet for that energy is going to be really beneficial for you. Even if it's just taking a little bit of time, just 15 minutes a day, just write some stuff down. It doesn't even have to be for other people. It could just be for you. And I think you're going to find a lot of benefit from that. And so that is the advice I have for you today, Auntie Owl, and welcome to the flock. I hope you uh, enjoyed your reading, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. All right, and we're going to move right along to the very interestingly named Hikiniki. He, or I'm sorry, Hinitiki. Hinitiki. Hinitiki says, cool as smiley face. Wow. Nicely said. I think about that a lot, too. Awesome. Laugh out loud. No. It's so my kids won't find me laughing as I am a teacher. I, I, I don't know what you're, what you're talking about there, buddy, but uh, I can get you a reading going. Do you want to... We can get your card reading. Oh, you were probably relating to the... So, um... <laughs> let me see. I'll read your prompt here. Hini Tiki... Um, I'm a wizard, not a psychic, so I study archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. So all of my readings hit on archetypes, things that apply across um, nature. They're, they're based on truth. So they're wavelengths of reality, truth. And every person is tapped into truth. So a lot of these readings are able to provide insights to uh, people outside of just the reader themselves. They are individualized for the specific person. Um, but a lot of the things that we're hitting on are archetypical truths, so they apply to a lot of people. That's why a lot of people like the podcast, because they can listen to it at work, they don't have to worry about the chat, and then they, they still get the, the wisdom. Um, so that may be what you're experiencing right now. Oh, true, that's nice. Yes, please. Interesting, let's go then. All right. Got your one card for you. One card. Now, if you'd like to get a uh, upgrade for this, all you need to do is share the stream or tag a friend, and that will upgrade it to the three-card reading for you. Um, however, you are the last reading of the day, so if you tag someone, that would just be as a fun guest to uh, hang out along with. Um, or we could just do the one-card reading now, and that works too. Let me know which one you would like. I'll get started with the one card while we wait. Whew. Um. I am draining myself today. I am going to need to go to bed soon. All right. By the way, Twilight Owl, I started uh, working out as well, uh, lifting weights and doing exercise. That's probably part of the reason I'm tired here. But well, that and the fact that we allified three people and been getting pretty intense readings. And we involved Nietzsche. Oh, 
You already tagged someone. All right, let's upgrade this. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Which philosopher are we going to use today? Thank you, Plato. Carry us to the finish line, man. Let's get this. Let's go. Okay, so looking into the past here, what we see is the Eight of Hearts. The Eight of Hearts is advancement in emotions. So seeing in the past, we have this building up of emotional energy. We're getting lots of energy. Um, I'm seeing like this, this passion to find our true love, to find, uh, to find the one. To, to, and it's not just the relationship, though. There's also an aspect of this. It's the one, but it's the career. It's the dream. It's this... Uh, just this, uh, a, a very passionate, passionate person, a person who really just embodies direction, really just, just boom, just a, a spark of energy, a really powerful person indeed. Thank you very much. Feeling blessed. Thanks for letting me know I'm not nutty, but cool. <laughs> no problem at all. That is, uh, Auntie Owl, that is something that we, uh, I actually do what are called paracosmic sessions with my private clients, and it's, uh, it is a gift. It is a powerful gift that you have. Sleep well. You too. Uh, you're saying exactly. I'm glad to hear that this is accurate for you. Um, I'm never going to try and say your name. <laughs> I'll have to scroll up every time. Let's see. He, he, ni, tiki? He, ni, tiki? Did I get it? Did I get that right? It's he, ni, tiki. He, ni, tiki. All right. Um, so we're seeing that there's a charge of emotions. So now we're walking into the present here and we're actually getting into this point right now where we're able to stabilize our emotions. We're really grounding ourselves right now. We've taken that energy and we've found a focal point for it. We found like, if we're a ball of, uh, of electricity, we kind of got a rod now. So there, there's like a circuit. And now we're just zoom, stable, just nice. It's like the light switch just flicking on and we just got boom the stability here really solid foundations and what this is saying here is it's like you've got this great power and this great energy and we just plugged right on into this outlet here that's just boom just just stabilized it's great man just just humming it's chill i like it and so you're saying yep that's Tiki. So you're saying that that sounds accurate. Oh my God, yes. I'm beginning to feel more stable financially and everything. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that this is accurate for you. Well, that leads us right into the final card here. What's the next step? This is the four of spades. Now, Tiki. I do not mean this in a negative way. I'm just reading the cards here. But what this is saying is I think that sometimes our passions here, while they've worked out really well and they're really good, we can sometimes let them be the ultimate dominating force and we kind of ignore some of the other aspects here. Um, so what this is saying is let's take some time to really focus on, on the logic, on the logos as well, on the truth. So we want to get stability in our wisdom. So we have a tendency to really trust our instincts and just go out there and do it. Um, what this is saying here is rather than just uh, always trusting our instincts at first. Let's take a moment to really think through logically here because um, sometimes we can get ourselves into a little bit of trouble because we our, our emotions tell us we got to go, we got to go and just get out there and do it. And then we find out it's like, well, maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe it really wasn't that serious or maybe I kind of talked it up a little bit in my head. So let's um, 
to get the next step. We have this beautiful stability going on here. Let's get some stability on the, the logical side, learning to think, writing things down, um, getting our emotions out in some, some artistic expressions as well. I'm getting a lot of energy. You're a very powerfully charged person. So it's important to have an outlet because if you don't, you're gonna make an outlet. If you don't give yourself an outlet, you're going to find something to put that emotion into. So I'd recommend like an artistic pursuit. I think it's gonna be really beneficial for you. I have trouble pleasing people who don't help me and my partner is the one who puts his foot down for me. What's logic? Art is my passion. <laughs> logic is uh, logos, truth. Um, that's um, the ability to think rationally. That's writing things down. That's um, engaging in uh, pragmatic and data. That, that's more what I tend to focus towards on, or I shouldn't say focus, that's my lean. I'm a very weird blend. I'm an ENTP, so I have an extremely logical mind, but it's through an intuitive filter. So I basically use my subconscious brain to conduct logical uh, information. Um, but most people favor one or the one or the other. Art is my passion and my partner. Awesome, that's beautiful to hear. My partner is an artist and studied at the moment. We perform and have a lot of time tutoring, but is draining sometimes. He also does card. That's amazing. Wow, that's beautiful. I love art as well. Art is amazing. Anything that is the beautiful, the good, and the true. It's wonderful. I love it. Well... That is the reading I have for you today. Make sure that if you are uh, joined the stream today, make sure you like and follow so that you can be here tomorrow for tomorrow's stream. And I do a stream every Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Unless I announce otherwise, I'll let you know in advance. Um, so if you want to come in, we do free readings here every Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And if you want to get a free personality test, you can go to askawizardmagic.com and click book a show or something along those lines. Book, book a, ask a wizard or, or something like that. And there's a section where you can schedule a call and we will literally hook up and do a personality test for you online. So, uh, and it's free. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Let's see here, singing anything art we do, but you know Dominic gets in the way. Yes, definitely, that's, um, I get it, I get it. I, I've, I, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's interesting because um, Alex is, is very much, she has an art, but she keeps, she doesn't have the charge. So what I'm trying to figure out right now as Mr. ENTP trying to fix it, build a system is how do we charge her so that she can get that, that artistic expression out and really just go out there and do it rather than just um, waiting for the spark to hit her as you will. No problem. No problem at all. Thank you very much for tuning in everybody. And I will see you tomorrow. Peace.